Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is the Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Katie Smith and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. We're glad you're with us again this week. John Morris, Katie Smith, and uh, let's go down the hall, Ooh. like from where your office and my office is, just down yep, at the end yep. of the hall, and that is the office of Governance and Regulatory Affairs, previously known as Compliance. But as we all know, Compliance is not an office. It's an attitude. Oh, and a a joint responsibility. And very good. We're all part (laughs) of Compliance. There's our PSA for (laughs) Compliance. I love it. But that is the physical office. Yes. And inside that office, our guest comes to us from, and that is Mabry Herman, Assistant AD for Compliance. Mabry, welcome to you. Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be joining y'all. I still refer to myself as compliance, even though we have now, this I think I new, new rebrand yeah. and all. Yeah. But How did hard. that come about? Yeah. Oh, Chad, I think, got excited one day. <laughs> um, I love it. Our fearless leader, Chad Jackson, and um, I think we assumed additional responsibilities mm. um, in CAA compliance while it's definitely a shared responsibility it thank you we know that. <laughs> Shout out exactly. and, uh, compliance paid us to say that <laughs> i like it i like it but we didn't bet on it no so, gosh. <laughs> um we um just with the additional responsibilities and how our world is changing mm. day in and day out um thought we needed a little rebrand so yeah. uh we referred there are lots of ncaa terms mm-hmm. we talk about Kara and Rara and Vera, and now we are the <laughs> office of Gara. 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 Governance and Regulatory Affairs. I like it. I haven't used that yet, but I certainly will. Lots of terms. You talk about how much that world is changing. We've had a few people on talking about NIL, but who better to give us a little insight um, on to how that's changed y'all's world. What Give us kind of a snapshot on, on how those changes have affected you and your oh, team. Oh, man. Well, I mean, it all started... Um, about two summers ago. So um, uh, my friends and family at times joke, do you even have a job anymore? (laughs) I'm like, yes. Well, yes, I sure do. Because there is still traditional NCAA compliance, but that's no fun to talk about at times. So (laughs) everyone loves to talk about this new world we're living, name, image, and likeness, NIL. And there are a lot of people in my office who are very deep and a lot smarter on this subject uh, yeah. than myself. Uh, but yeah, our world has really changed mm-hmm. these uh, past few months, years almost at this point. And I think um, we're still trying to adapt yeah. to, to what this means. I think it's a great concept. Yeah, Katie, I remember your days as a student <laughs> athlete. Don't we all? Um, the good old days. Absolutely. My- the good old I, days. When I introduced her the to people. Years. Yeah. 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 She, uh. she was forever an All-American. Oh, so I am I'll not the podcast that. guest. Back to <laughs> Um, But 
just the opportunity for student athletes mm -hmm. to uh, monetize yeah. off of their name, image, and likeness, I think is fantastic. I think how people are using it and um, uh, the 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 change, and mm -hmm. once you let the toothpaste out of the tube, <laughs> it's really hard to get it back in. So yeah. everyone's playing a little catch up. We. Um, joke like we're on this axis but the axis continues mm, to move, move yeah. and so we're constantly adapting and moving um, as new guidance comes out as we learn new things um, yeah. just to really make sure Baylor is operating within uh, the state law NCAA yeah. rules and regulations and guidance policy as they come out. So just making sure everyone's educated and yeah. we're um, doing our best to protect everyone involved. Yeah, that's such a good point that it's this constantly moving axis. And so there's not a ton of precedent ever. And so just always so impressed with our compliance or our GERA team. I <laughs> Gera. love GERA. <laughs> I but love just Gera. how you guys have navigated this new space is so impressive to me. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. What is your in the office of Gara as the assistant <laughs> AD for compliance? What would you say? What are your responsibilities in that, there? That's a great question. So when you think of the world of NCAA compliance, I would say um, I'm responsible for the traditional okay. NCAA day-to-day -day, uh, compliance. So you think about eligibility, certifying our student athletes for competition and practice, making sure they're meeting initial eligibility requirements, yeah. financial aid. It's this big thing that still is fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, our student athletes on scholarship, working with our financial aid office to make sure everything's executed in a seamless manner. I mentioned a lot of acronyms at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. It's all related to playing and practice seasons and student athlete time management so heavily involved in that there's still things like promotional activities yeah. that student athletes are involved with obviously name image and likeness um mm. is a component but like we we still have to monitor practice activities mm -hmm. um we have to be involved in um Oh, gosh, like tickets, like student-athlete tickets yep. and yeah. things along those lines. So there's the traditional basics that I think people don't want to think about, yeah. like traditional work and yep. employment. Like there's lots of things related to yeah. that. So yeah. um, we're still heavily involved in the monitoring and uh, those aspects of the traditional NCAA bylaw and rules. The rule book's still thick, even though <laughs> yeah. there's been a great modernization um, to, to make it. And recruiting. I mean, there's yeah. still a bylaw devoted yeah. uh, specifically to recruiting that we have to be mindful of. Wow. So Yeah. That's so a full plate. That is. <laughs> there's never a dull moment. Yeah. Even though we'd like some dull moments right. at times, yeah. there's never any dullness. Yeah. So what I love is Mabry just listed off, <laughs> I don't know, it felt like 20 to 30 things right. that, that are under her umbrella. And she didn't even really mention the additional responsibilities that have been on her plate outside <laughs> of the world of governance and regulations. And so, Mabry, you are the primary sport program administrator for acrobatics and tumbling. Um, you also have kind of recently stepped into this interim role of uh, SWA, so Senior mm -hmm. Women's Administrator here, and are sitting in on those calls. So let's go Let's go the acrobatics and tumbling route first. Tell us about what that looks like, that role as their sport program administrator. So working with the acrobatics and tumbling staff, head coach Felicia Mulkey, the student athletes, they are just a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Like um, their program is incredible. The culture, um, Coach Fee has built, I'm just privileged to be part of it. So Dee Dee Campbell, I'll 
shout out to one of our dear old friends. Um, She really set the stage as the primary sport program administrator for um, acrobatics and tumbling. And then I had the privilege of stepping in when she left us. And I just tried to fill her void. Mm -hmm. And um, Coach Mulkey is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And literally, I just feel like I am there to support her, the student athletes, and the program as a whole. Um, We just started our season. Um, So we're 2-0. We have an upcoming meet uh, this uh, Sunday a, a competition so very excited for that but it's just candidly getting to go um, travel with the team and just see the recruiting the development the skills I mean there's mm. never a moment that I'm not mesmerized and in awe with what all the student athletes can do I think, hands down, when you compare their strength to every other sport, and I love all of our sports, yeah. but they just, it's incredible it's the things that they can do, oh, yeah. and I'm always recruiting people to come to um, <laughs> events, because yeah. it's just mind-blowing, the yeah. strength and the sport, and just how it's developed, and um, always changing, like, mm-hmm. and growing, and I think we're at 51 schools now, wow. and so... It's an emerging sport in the NCAA realm, and so I just continue to support and push it forward, kind of like compliance is a shared responsibility yeah. Yeah, yeah, and on yeah. everyone's mind. want that for acrobatics and tumbling <laughs> I love that. as well. I love so. it. Greatest program in the world, too. Oh, Greatest coach in, in the, the world. world. In the world. Yeah. Literally. Tell me who's greater. I can't. No, no one is. There's nobody. I yeah. love that. But that it, never it, gets old. It is fun, and, and the way Fee runs the program and the way she promotes the sport Agreed. also – it's just great. So and well done. And she invented there. it. She yeah. literally That's invented so cool. the sport. Which hearing her talk about the sport and just um, how it came to fruition, yeah. and I mean, she's lived it, and it's amazing listening to her promote yeah. the sport. So you're the sport administrator for acrobatics and tumbling. Also, as Katie mentioned, the interim senior women's administrator here at Baylor. That's a big role. That's got to take some time also. That is a big role. So back in the day, I did two internships at the Big 12 Conference, and um, it was fabulous. I remember doing my internships. I was with uh, Drew Hancock and Dana Sheriff, who um, Dana is still at the conference office. And I remember sitting in on the SWA calls. Now we have Zoom, so we can see everyone. But just literally the good old conference calls back in the day. Um, A simpler time. Right. No one could see anyone didn't have to pressure hair right you didn't have to look (laughs) decent so I remember sitting on those calls and just thinking these women are brilliant absolutely brilliant and now I get to be a part of those calls that's wild and I am just so flattered and honored first of all that Mac would even consider me for this interim position and I'm just excited to serve in this capacity to support Mac and Baylor and um, all of our student athletes and programs through the governance structure with the um, Big 12. And so it's a great opportunity, thrilled, thrilled to serve. And um, you're right, though, it is very time consuming. <laughs> yeah, I bet And you got to right. do some prep work. Um, yeah. I also was at the Big Ten Conference. And so um, having that conference experience, your mind's wired a little bit differently. And you're thinking about scheduling and missed class time. And Mm. so it's different than my traditional NCAA compliance world. So at times I have to rewire my brain and um, really think, okay, 
what what do you need to think about on this call yeah. to prep properly? Right, That's a good right. point. That's yeah. a really good point. Can we go back to A&T for just sure. one minute before we get too Love far removed? Love talking about I them. don't like getting away from A&T. <laughs> We're not going to get very far away. <laughs> but before we do get away, there was a meet recently, our first home meet. <laughs> I, I, you know what's I, coming? I was sad I, we glazed over exactly. this as well. It's good we're going back. So <laughs> there is a break between at halftime, I guess. And, yeah. and what do we do to entertain the fans at halftime but bring out some <laughs> of our women in the athletic department, like Mabry Herman. Like Mabry Herman. Other and duties. have them build a pyramid. Yes. Other duties as assigned, y'all. How was that? Other duties oh, as my assigned. gosh. Okay, so <laughs> I – I um. Did a roundup at Canspring. Spring. My oh? dad jokes. I, that was the extent Recently? of my gymnastics career. Oh, no, oh, we're going. I was. I was. I was like, I missed, say I missed that. that. Uh, yeah. No, I can huh. do it on the trampoline, but that um, doesn't happen very often. So <laughs> maybe one day I'll. The future. <laughs> maybe a cartwheel in the hallway after the podcast. Okay. But <laughs> um, so that was the extent of my tumbling, and sure. um, I did that because I really wanted to be an eighth grade cheerleader at Lake Air Middle School back go. in the day. Who go didn't? Leopards. Go Leopards. <laughs> So, I was a base. I was a base, uh-huh. traditionally a base. Uh-huh. Yeah, I some mean, height to I, you. Some yeah. height to me. Like, I'm physical. I'm very strong, Katie. Sure. Like, yeah. you've seen me work out. <laughs> oh, I know. So, um, it was a new experience for me because I was a top <laughs> yeah. during the pyramid. She was. And I was. I have video. I'll he, send you the video. I would really like that. Yeah. There is, um, yeah, a video. And I, there's you some sent me photos. the picture, but I, I mean, didn't capture the whole thing. But when I'm looking at my face in these pictures, <laughs> it is pure joy and also pure what is going on. Like, I am so nervous. Don't drop me. There are certain things I never thought I'd do in life. Being on top of a pyramid yeah. was one thing I never thought I'd do. So I'm very grateful. <laughs> Treasure, Kristen, and uh, Kelsey yeah. all really did some strong weight. Weightlifting that day and got me up there, and I had the time of my life for wow. the, the five seconds I was up there. That's my great. sickum wasn't on cue, but other than I that, mean, you flawless. had so many other things going for you. <laughs> you, can't, you can't be perfect. What a moment! You can't always get it. What is it? What a, a moment in your athletic other career. duties as assigned. We were we were showcasing its mental health awareness month, and so we were. Um, it was with the mental um, health staff, health and wellness staff, and so I was thrilled that they asked me to join. That's I awesome. think some other people were also asked to join and might they not have participated. Like someone in this room? Someone in this room. Was oh, it you, J-Mo? Oh, it J-Mo. was not me. I was might busy. J-Mo. No, Must maybe be. it was you, Katie. I'll tell you, just to set the record straight <laughs> on the podcast, I did not know we did this. And so when people asked me, I thought this was a a, a bit that the department was doing <laughs> about the, that we put adults up there without uh-huh. stretching and just throw them up there. And uh-huh. I said... I said, sure, I'm in. And I just thought everyone was kidding. And then Mabry was like, why aren't you coming to practice? She yeah. was a no-show. Like, I, I was practiced. a no-show. I was like, I'm so sorry. We a were bit. ready to execute. A bit. I thought it was very funny. <laughs> Dr. Mo was in on it. Yeah. I was like, you guys are great. But funny. I wouldn't have done what Mabry did anyway. Mm. She could have been my base. It's true. I, I could have been your base. You could have held me. <laughs> <laughs> I could have. I could have. But well, very alas. impressive. Well, very thank impressive you. Thank you. Impressive. Thank by you. everyone involved. And doesn't it that was. speak, again, to the athleticism of our student athletes in that sport? <laughs> Correct. I guess it makes you appreciate them even more, right. doesn't yeah. it? It does. And there were a couple of times when we were practicing our quote-unquote bit that some might have mentioned. <laughs> so you agree. Um, so you agree. Um, <laughs> that um, I was not 
uh, prepared oh, to no. go that high, and so I <laughs> fell a couple of times, oh. but oh, oh. I did not hit the mat. They caught me. Wow. And there were athletic they trainers around to help <laughs> if needed. <laughs> Some but people knock on, on wood, no first aid was needed. No needed. So we've talked about her illustrious acrobatics and tumbling career <laughs> yes. as SPA and participant. <laughs> yes. Um, you mentioned your dreams of being an eighth grade cheerleader, but Mabry Herman, a, a I most people refer to her as the Queen of Waco, uh, but just understandably knows everyone knows Mabry. Mabry knows everyone, but has grown up in Waco. And so, was it always wow? I'd love to work for Baylor Athletics one day, or or how do we get here? Oh, that is a great question, Katie, Thank and you. so loaded. So loaded. so um, grew up in Waco as you know, Queen of Waco. So honored to to <laughs> have that must. royalty <laughs> title. Um, so I went to. Texas A&M for my undergrad and master's, and I always said I'll never be back in Waco unless Baylor avails an opportunity for me that I cannot turn down. Uh, Well, I mentioned my Big 12 internship, and unbeknownst to me, um, I was in championships, and my little cubicle was outside of the head of compliance office, Loria Bahara. Um, And also, unbeknownst to me, she was interviewing for the head compliance job at Baylor, Mm. but it was all on the DL, and no one knew. And so I was applying for jobs all over the country in any area. I always say I never chose compliance. It chose me. (laughs) And here I am 12 years later. But um, Lori took a chance on me and Baylor availed an opportunity to me that I was unable to pass up. And so um, Lori was here for a year and then Chad came and um, I've been working with and for Chad uh, for the time since. So um, Baylor's an incredible place to be. I always say growing up in Waco, Mm -hmm. I grew up in Waco, Waco, and wasn't necessarily in the Baylor bubble. Mm -hmm. So when I started working at Baylor, there were just all of these different experiences and opportunities that I never had growing up in Waco. Mm -hmm. It's kind of this new bubble. So I love when my worlds cross. My Baylor world in my Waco world. So fun. Never thought I'd be back, but thrilled to be back. Yeah. And that was 2011. 2011, yes. That was the first stint. I hadn't even graduated college yet with my master's. I started in October, graduated with my master's in December, but my dad was so excited because he could cut me off insurance because I had benefits now. He couldn't wait. I know that that feeling. Um, But didn't you get some good advice from Drew Hancock along the way also? I did. I got great advice from Drew Hancock. So Drew Hancock, I, um, I mentioned I did two internships of the Big 12, and I really thought I was just so great. I have the best personality, the hard do. work ethic. How would they not hire me at the Big 12? Yeah. And um, Drew Hancock gave me not only my first opportunity with an internship, but also my first rejection. <laughs> oh. And so she, uh, it actually happened timing-wise. Someone was leaving the Big 12 in championships. It was just meant to be. It was but meant to be. It was not meant to not be. Meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, that's how uh, compliance chose me. I did not choose compliance. So wow. I really always thought I'd be in events and championships at a conference office. But I think once you get on campus and you experience campus life and can really see your day-to-day job impacting student af- 
athletes like Katie Steger being one of them, <laughs> former All-American, and just like getting to know everyone, uh, student athletes, family members, that really was like, okay, this this is what I enjoy. Yeah. This is what I love. Yeah. Cheering. Everyone's cheering for the same team. Yeah. You're not having to be neutral mm, like yeah. you are at the conference office. So mm. it was a whole new experience for me. So. Yeah, Drew. Drew told me, "A, you gotta get your master's." I was like, "I don't need my master's," but I got my <laughs> master's, and um, she knew something was going to happen for me. It, I just had this whole plan in my mind, and she changed my plan and always gave me great advice. And still to this day, we have a great relationship and miss her and think of her often. Yeah. Very nice. We're glad you tuned in to the Sikkim podcast today, powered by Rogue Media Network. I've had the privilege of calling games, telling stories about Baylor athletics for a long time. Storytelling is an art, and there's a network in town doing just that. Rogue Media Network has produced over 80 original podcasts and shows ranging from comedy, true crime, business, and sports. If there's a story to tell, Rogue Media Network is telling it. You can find this podcast and all the other great Rogue Media Network shows on Spotify, on Apple, on YouTube, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Mabry Herman hanging out with us today, and it is way too much fun. Thank you so much for joining us. We've already talked about how busy you are, but you you keep coming back to this compliance found you. You did not find <laughs> compliance, and I love that. And so I can say this because I think the business office gets a stereotype <laughs> at times, but sometimes it's the number crunchers, the rule followers, the analytics. And while you are all of these things, you are the most personable person, I think, probably on this Ooh. hallway, Mabry. And so what is it about compliance that lets you use that strength of yours? Oh, well, Katie, thank you. You're um, You're also on this ha- hallway and... John Morris. So oh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll say maybe at the end of the hallway, at the I might end of be the, the most personable. Yeah. Also, can we, I do have a great view. Yeah. That's one other you thing do. that we didn't you mention. Do. I have yeah. a fantastic view in my office. Oh, so I'm very grateful window. for that. <laughs> do not. That University does, Parks Drive. Mm-hmm. Can all watch. the open parking spaces in front of our building. It's all very those things. Limited. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen anyone um, get in trouble doing parking or oh. or getting towed. But I'll keep my eye out. Week when I Gara. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! Well, back to um, <laughs> compliance personality. Yeah. So yeah, compliance does get a negative connotation, and there are times where people say, "Oh, the police are coming." Sure. Be beware! I get called the sheriff, which I have just told is an honor because the sheriff's one of the highest ranking yeah. officials, and so it is an honor to be called that. But I joke, yeah, I am here to protect and serve yeah. to some capacity. Yeah. And so um, I try and bring a human element mm. to compliance. Yeah. And because there are, you know, times where we do have to say no. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's part of our job. But my job at the end of the day is to protect Baylor, mm-hmm. to protect the coaches and to protect the student athletes. And it's not I, I don't like having to say no. Mm-hmm. Like we want to get there if there's a way. But sometimes the way is not 
okay, not permissible. And yeah. so um, trying to find options when there are options and definitely having human aspects, mm-hmm. getting to relate to people, getting to know people. And so we can communicate because there are hard times. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, we have to have investigations at times, infractions yeah. cases. So, I mean, having that relationship and knowing people mm. and who they are and I think them knowing me and um, how I operate and that I have their best interest at heart, I think is very helpful in yeah. my day-to-day tasks. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, that's very well said. Mm-hmm. And isn't that part of, you were talking about your time in the Big 12 office, you spent time in the Big 10 I conference did. office, but isn't that one of the beauties of being on a campus, especially Baylor? It is, it is. And I mentioned earlier just the ability to um, uh have like a commonality we are all cheering for the same um people we're all supporting each other like everyone's job relates and it's to support each other and um everything katie does day in and day out everything jmo does day in and day out everything i do day in and day out is to support baylor and all of the entities involved and so um it's nice having that uniting factor yeah yeah in everything we do we talk a lot about preparing champions for life when we think about everyone working towards the same goal. And so what is it, what does it kind of mean for you when you get to see student athletes that you've had such great relationships with over four years, come back for a game or just come back and, and stop by the office. Mm-hmm. So Friday I was walking down to football to have a conversation about something <laughs> and I look over and there's Jalen Petrie and Terrell Bernard Aww, and I haven't seen them great. in a year. Wow. And so it was so exciting to see them. Um, what does it mean? A, it means I'm getting old. <laughs> no, not. Go like, to B. Go to B. Yeah, no. Um, it's so neat. Just, I mean, we're, we get to know student athletes and their family members, and yeah. we're very, very lucky. And not every student athlete, not every mm-hmm. parent, not every brother, sister, but the people we are able to see and um, create those relationships with, it's so much fun watching mm-hmm. former student athletes who have married other student athletes. I've, yeah. been, I've been lucky enough to go to weddings. Oh, yeah. I love when they come back and get honored and they have kids. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. how fun is that? Fun. We better start recruiting those athletes. Yeah. But it's just, it's so neat creating those meaningful relationships that last. And even though we don't talk every day, like, it's so fun. I mean, these guys have heard me talk about agents Mm -hmm. and uh, your Uncle Sam that you're going to meet. And so we were talking about taxes. And um, (laughs) I was telling Terrell how proud I am of him that he survived snow. And uh, so we were talking about taxes in New York. And Jalen just overcoming the adversity with his season and having an incredible rookie season. Like, I love seeing everyone um just be amazing like go on and continue being these incredible young men and of course I had to ask about their families because I love their moms and just how everything was going so it's that's I told them when I saw them Friday, I was like, I needed this. This is what fills my heart. Like I needed to see y'all sometimes the day in, you know, it gets tough and it's a grind. And so seeing them, I was able to reset and like, this is why I do what I do. So it was really, it was needed. It filled me with joy. It was great seeing them. Wow. That is so good. And that really uh, is, is one of the best parts of our jobs, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, you get to know these student athletes as people. And like right. you said, know their families. And you want to 
stay in touch with them and you want to know what happens right. you know to them and with them when they when they leave Baylor and you want them to be successful so Correct. isn't that so fun and getting to witness it and at times to be part of it yeah. I mean yeah. like yeah. getting to go to their their next level of games yeah. and cheering for them I it's neat I mean we get to see the fans and mm-hmm. I'm sure at times I have fan moments but like they're people yeah. and so mm-hmm. getting to know everyone as people and uh, knowing um, they're competing um, day in and day out and working so hard, but mm. like truly just getting to see everyone's growth and getting to know them, it makes me so happy and and have fan moments when they're yeah. successful. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's great. And it's, what I love about that is there's so much impact there because of how much you guys interact with mm-hmm. the student athletes. And like you said, it's not every student athlete, but I think the default is so many people are, oh, of course the coach impacted their life. And of course maybe this professor, but I think that is something that's so cool about Baylor and specifically our compliance office that you guys have such good relationships. I mean, we'll just have the student athletes walk by and you can tell they <laughs> might be here for something tutoring, but they want to go say hi to right. Mabry or the rest of our governance and Regulatory, regulatory affairs. affairs. Very good. Like, you you know, can say like, compliance, Katie. Gara, thank That's always you. Just thank Gara. you for freeing me from <laughs> that. Hey, I do think it has to do with our great candy that we have within our office. <laughs> oh, there's, oh, the there's, there's the answer. You've got to have a great okay. candy basket, but I do you think do. it's personalities, too. <laughs> Obviously, the candy just adds. They like, come for the candy, but they stay for the relationships right. and the life. Exactly. But I also think, too, that's like – attesting to what we're about at Baylor. Mm. Like that Mac avails the opportunity for compliance and sport programs for compliance to travel um, with them and be part of the program Mm. and really integrate um, us being part of the sport program day in and day out and Mm. getting to build those relationships. So it's important. That's great. We talked earlier about you being the, uh, well, the Queen of Waco. <laughs> sure. Grew up in Waco. Queen of compliance. Queen of yeah. Waco. Wow. So many areas you rule over. I just royalty <laughs> day in and day out. Didn't originally come to Baylor, but finally saw the yeah. light, came to yeah. Baylor, and that got here. That was the one mistake. Uh, but yeah. uh, I, I think need to a, leave for a little bit. A lot of people know your parents, uh, Scotty and, and Tracy Herman, which is great. Scotty's still officiating. Has been for a long time. Long, long time. So, Scotty's turning 70 this year. No. And he looks incredible, y'all. He does. I I have great genetics on both sides. We'll just go ahead and say that. that. But, um, yeah, so my dad, he did Division I for 20 years and then ultimately retired from Division I. But he, you can still catch him on a court at a JUCO or MCC or Division II or Division III. And, y'all, he loves it. Keeps him in shape and my mom and I still to this day say it's the only time he has control in his life when he's officiating <laughs> on the on the basketball court because we that. rule Y'all everything else yes yeah. she's the true queen of Waco uh, okay there I, her see, I can see that yeah there you go. and so yeah that's good and your birthday's coming up March 3rd we should mention that so it everyone uh, put that on your calendar it but is. with such a basketball influence in your family mm-hmm. You always thought uh, there was this big party around your birthday every year on March 3rd. It nice was. So I, every year we'd um, go to – it started with the high school state basketball <laughs> right. tournament. So I joke I'm a March Madness baby, but <laughs> literally my world has always revolved around March Madness. Yeah. My dad officiating, we've gotten some great trips yeah. surrounding um, my birthday. So actually my mom had me, and then I think he left the next day <laughs> to go officiate a basketball game. 
I'm like again. really committed <laughs> to, to officiating. But um, so I'm March 3rd, my mom's March 11th, oh. and then my grandmother's March 20th. Oh. And so we're like the trifecta in March. There but you go. we are generally traveling for basketball. <laughs> yeah. So um, we love it. All of our March madness, and it is madness um, surrounding basketball. So growing up, I used to go to the state tournament in Austin, and it was so much fun because I'd get to bring some friends. We'd go oh. ice skating, stay in a hotel, you know, order room service. Ice skating. Yeah. Inside. There was there Inside. was a um, ice skating rink in Austin. Waco did not have one at oh. that point. So it was a big thing going down for the state basketball oh. tournament. Of course, I didn't know that's why we were going down. Right. It was just, you know, my dad, dad has a game. Yeah. Well, then growing up, going to the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City, um, had some great birthdays and um, – regionals like going out to oh, Arizona one year fun. and it was always fun whenever my dad would be officiating and Baylor would be at the regional yeah. site he wouldn't yeah. get to call the Baylor games oh, but it would be we'd get to be with all the Baylor fans and our friends cool. and um at the same site so oh. um it's always been really fun that and inside sport obviously that was what we yeah. chose yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> inside right or it right. was Climate chosen control. for me yeah <laughs> I love that. So you talk about Waco getting an ice skating rink. Fun. <laughs> but what, for for someone who's been in Waco for most, the majority of their life, other yeah. than that stint, what, what's kind of the biggest change you've seen? Um, oh, wow. It's probably hard to pinpoint just one, but what comes to mind? So Waco, just in general, has grown significantly. I've always said Waco is what you make of it. So there's always opportunities in Waco and always things going on, whether it be a volunteer event or um, some cool entity coming to Waco. Like there's always something going on. It's just you have to know and look for it. And I just cannot believe I learned this term from my brief stint in the Chicago (laughs) Big Ten office, gentrification. I cannot believe how much downtown Waco is gentrifying and changing Mm. and like just the development of older buildings. Buildings yeah. and uh, to Baylor, I mean, I think Baylor's success has definitely helped mm-hmm. um, with that that growth. And I love just how the Waco community supports the Baylor uh, community, and yeah. seeing that integration has been really neat. Candidly, that's been the biggest change for me, just because really? I grew up in my my Waco bubble, and yeah. we grew up going to Baylor games, but it was a different time. Yeah. So the success of Baylor and being on the inside of the success of Baylor has been um, really special. Yeah, so cool. That's great. Well, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you being with us. Very fun. This was so fun. Very I was fun. so nervous. Had so Why? much angst. And y'all were just fabulous. Well, yeah, You're we, fabulous. We make people nervous, don't yeah, we? Yeah, y'all, are, y'all are very intimidating. Specifically, yeah. JMO. Truly, I was listening to you and Pat Nunley this weekend, and I just think y'all are quite the dynamic duo. <laughs> oh, they're and now fun. you and Katie are such a dynamic how duo. About that? I would I never like, try to compete with Pat. Never, never. But I just, how could I add to something that's so seamless and, and yes <laughs> well thank you here we absolutely are did. i had so much fun so thank you for having me well today. done thank you mabry have you been looking for a new podcast to listen to are you interested in true crime funny one-star reviews or inspiring stories what about the history of waco or the famous people who have lived and worked here kind of like mabry herman the queen <laughs> all these and more are produced by rogue media network there are over 80 different shows including this one with more coming all the time if there's a story to tell rogue media network is telling it Watch on YouTube or listen now wherever you get your podcasts. 
All right, very good. Fun to visit with Mabry. Thanks for your time. Katie, this was fun for us, wasn't it? This was fun. It was selfish. I love spending time with Mabry. And so right. getting her on a headset, that was such a blast. I had to come get her out of your office to come in here <laughs> to record the podcast. I know. We're so, trouble. Yeah. We were working so hard. <laughs> yeah. I know. I That's know. what I meant. Work, work, work. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you all very much. We appreciate everyone tuning in for uh, for Mabry and for Katie. I'm John Morris. We appreciate you being with us on this week's Sikkim Podcast powered by Rogue Media Network. You've been listening to the Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics.